This is ESPN Radio. You know we love rocking the bells each and every morning. By the way, that's a great channel, Series X and Channel 43. But it's also a great show with Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, don't forget about us on ESPN. You presented by Progressive Insurance. And believe me, that's before we get to uh, Jerry Jones talking about uh, getting Jonathan Taylor, that space conversation, and I'm not going to say it's your fault. I'm going to say thank you. You're so welcome. many people weighing in on social media about this, and apparently – whether we would, th- you would throw strays at I, certain I people. Stri- By the way, I, 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 you, it, it, go ahead. let me state go ahead. for the record. State it. Go ahead. I am Hammy Butler who will throw strays <laughs> at randoms yes, all day. And you Stephen did. A. just caught it today. Yes, he did. He, and he, that's, he, my, that's my big brother. That's that, my man. He's back is. now. Yes, it He's is. He's back. Yes, I've seen is. him popping off. He's been coming out, swinging at people, and I like it. So we don't talk about it. Yeah, so did. I took a swing. No, that's what we do. Yeah, he said Stephen A. Smith wouldn't be good in spades. I, I said I, Ryan I, I Clark. didn't say that. I said I wonder if okay, I Stephen said, A. would be good at spades yeah, and who his partner would be. Yeah, I, and I want about Ryan Clark. I said, I don't know if Ryan Clark would be as good as Marcus Spears. He'd be a good spades player. And here he'd been Amy said, hey, Ryan, Freddie out here in these streets saying you're suspect as a space partner. Do defend yourself. See, Henry, that's why we can't be friends anymore for that reason. Freddie, and I, that's my I, man, by the I way. I don't know, Freddie. I'm, I'm, I'm second-guessing you on spades, though. Why? Because Monica McNutt, mm-hmm. okay. I feel like she might be an elite, elite spades player. Hey, if you want to chuck me for her, that's fine. Chuck is a strong word. I don't care. You're you just saying you're going to do it. And now, oh, well, Chuck is a strong word. I'm just word. saying I'm questioning our relationship right now. Why? That's all. I'm just, you know. Why? Because I just. You, say, you want, say you just want a better partner. I, just I, come out and I, say I, it. I'm looking over there and that looked better. That, that, like, that, that's that okay. That like a better partner That's quite all right. I'll get, I'll, you, you, you chuck me for Monica No, 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 no. I'll get, I'll get, no, 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 I'll I, get no, Michael no, no. Eves you know what, you know and we'll see you, I, and we'll see you do okay I, I thought about it for a second. I'm with you, Freddie. Take me. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. It just happened. Take me. I don't know what. I retract that statement. How did we get here? I retract that. I just meant like I'm on your team. Don't retract the statement. Retract I'm not the on motion. Your team, man. You know? No, 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 no. Yates, turn it off. Alan, no, give me something stronger. Keep no. Give keep me something more. Going. Be, no, I don't keep, want. Keep shotting going. I don't want Sade. Keep shotting going. I just don't. Know. <laughs> Uh, things that happen that shouldn't happen. We're like, why uh-huh. did I because do you didn't that? you didn't think that out in your head. No, I didn't. You just went right out yeah, with it. Yeah, I just said it. <laughs> so before we get into Jerry it. Jones, I have something else I want to bring up here. What's that? Because as as Pat is looking at me in the background, like you guys are just so off the rails today. Welcome to today. every day in my life. Pat. Today. <laughs> I heard Gilbert Arenas talk about something the other day, and I wanna I wanna ask you, okay. you guys this question. Sure. Ready, I'll start with you. Go ahead. And then Costello. Yates, I'll come to you guys on And that. also Mark Morales. So on, on his pod, he was talking about the fact he was asked if he made $170 million during his career, okay? He was asked if he would take $120 million okay. instead of the 170 for a championship ring. Pretty much the price of that ring would be $50 million. Easily, yes. You would say yes? No, I'm saying easily in terms of okay, the so money. Like, all right, so like if somebody said you made 170 during your career. Right. And now I'm saying, hey, are you willing to exchange fifty million mm-hmm. to be a world champion? So you've only then you only make 120 in your career. What would you say? I exchange that in a minute. For a I'm not exchanging. Not even a I, second I, I, thought. I'm taking I'm the fifty million. That. I'm not even thinking 
a second about it. Yeah, I, I'm exchanging that because I still got a buck twenty, 120 million left. Yeah, you can make that money up in investments and all the no other ventures question. and stuff like that. You could no yeah. That's fifty million dollars. Yeah, but I can still make that fifty million face, dollars and have a championship ring in addition to a buck twenty I already got. But isn't that money, a championship? Gary. Isn't like what? See, this is what I think people are losing sight of. Okay, you are creating generational wealth. That is a championship. I get so it. So I, I get that it's not the championship that people want you because this is what we do in sports radio. Like, oh, if you don't win a championship, you're not worth anything. Well, well actually, yeah, no. That, that's silly, actually, it's yeah. not the case. I'm worth a lot of things, and yeah. I'll be worth fifty more million damn dollars, Freddie. Yeah. I, I'll take that. Even 50. take away jock tax, yep. federal tax. Mm. I still had twenty five yep. more million dollars than I had before. No doubt for about my that. kids for them to go to school I for me you. to make generational investments if you can't make generational investments and worth at 50 million dollars less then you're just a bad businessman yeah I, you're oh, bad sorry. at accounting only you're gonna only have 120 oh, oh no poor oh, baby yeah oh let's get the vimbo account yeah, ready for him oh. 170 is way different than 120 no, what do you guys 120 is closer to 100 than 170 is to 200 so give me the 170 Keep what the are ring. you guys I'm talking cool. about i don't know what alan's talking what are about you i have no idea what about? you're talking about there either Pat, i'm with you if on that somebody one, told you <laughs> that you can make 170 million dollars as I, and I know, as opposed to one hundred and twenty million dollars, you're just saying, okay, give me the one twenty, I'll be fine. And, and a championship ring, you could do and Ace Ventura. You could do like Ace Ventura. So what, it's one twenty million what, and a championship. What if you were ring. a ten time All Star and you were a two time MVP? You just never happened to win a chip. You're telling me that Carmelo wouldn't trade fifty million for, for a, a championship ring? ring? For his legacy, Carl Malone absolutely would. John Stockton, absolutely. Patrick Mello Ewing, would. I don't think Mello would. Charles Barkley, I think Mello would. I think Mello would. I think Mello would. I'm he, taking he, the chip. He's too. openly talked about that's the one thing missing from his resume that he never had a chance to play in the NBA Finals. He's yeah, openly he's talking about I, I, that. Money back. I, for it. I wouldn't well, think. But, uh, I, I'm just, not trying to get another man's money. You're right. I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> please, Good please, call, Alan. please call into our show once again. Here's the situation. Okay. Here's the situation. Gilbert Arenas has made $170 million in his career. He was asked if he would take $120 million and a championship ring instead of the 170. Essentially saying, would you trade $50 million for a world championship ring? Call into the show and tell us what you would do. For me, I'm taking the $50 million. Yeah. That's it. For me, I'm not I'll, even thinking twice about it. For me, I'm taking 120 million, 50 million less, and, and I got a, a championship okay. ring. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. Speaking of championship rings, we get that to Dallas Cowboys. They've been championship less since 1996, and waiting to hear what Jerry Jones had to say about do they need to go all in for Jonathan Taylor and get him from the Indianapolis Colts. But John and West Palm has something to say about what I did to Jerry Jones at 888-729-3776. Big bad John, what you got? Hey, Freddie, that was that was the best impression. Hey, Jay, Jay, <laughs> it was pretty hard. Right, for real, for real, that, that 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 was good. Thank you. And happy birthday, Jay. Nice to see you back. Thanks, nice brother. It's coming up soon. Well. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <clears throat> yeah, I got a you got a couple more years on me, but man, I don't know with that hundred that hundred and twenty million. You good? You good? You mm-hmm. good? Like yeah. I take that ring in a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as why? far as why? the quarterback thing why? goes, though, I don't. Why? Why? You got the chip. One hundred and twenty million. What, how much money do you need? Speak that sermon, John. 
Give it to him, John. <laughs> give it to him, John. How much money so you can, need, can, man? Can we, can we, so John, 100, John's going to be like, X, X going to give it to you. 120 million is really 60 million, by the way. You still have to pay your agent. I know. Taxes. So like, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, not yeah, thinking well, about like, okay, I'm just throwing, I'm just letting y'all know. But more money, more problems. You, I hear you, I hear you. Um, as far more as the co- quarterback thing goes, though, as far as who has the most approved, yeah. it, I think Danny Dimes has the least approved, even though he got that contract. Okay. The least Watch him pull an Eli. Watch him pull an Eli. He is under the radar. He's flying under the radar, and he's just going to pop up. Watch hmm. these Giants come out the fucking east. Sorry. Watch him come out the east. <laughs> okay. We caught it in time. You're passionate, though. You're all right. Yes. I, you good? I, okay. So you said the least to prove is Daniel Jones. Okay. I haven't thought about it like that. Me That's neither. fascinating. Yeah, that is kind of fascinating, especially when they're building that offense more around him than Saquon Barkley to make sure that he can be the guy in that division with Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, Dak Prescott with the Dallas Cowboys. They don't want him to have that gap be that much further below those two guys when it comes to Daniel Jones in that division. It, it, it is fascinating, though, that all the talk, I mean, even after Daniel Jones got his, you know, for those years that are guaranteed for $80 million. Yeah, $82 million guaranteed for the first two years, yep. The, the talk was always around Saquon Barkley being the heart and the soul of this team. So it, it is like he is in the backdrop of all the Saquon Barkley mess going on mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to his year. So that, that makes a little bit of sense. It does, yeah, in a way, because now they're saying we're going to try to do everything we can to reduce that kind of pressure on Daniel Jones by making sure he has more weapons and more of a point guard mentality mm-hmm. to be that kind of quarterback. And it also lets them know, saying, hey, we're going to show you that we don't need Saquon Barkley as much to help out our quarterback. Well, that's how you make a difference like last year. Waller and some others. Yeah, and getting guys like that. But when it comes to the other team in that division, when it comes to Dallas Cowboys, people are wondering, should they go all in when it comes to Jonathan Taylor, the Indianapolis Coastal, that running back? Look, if you want to be traded, you're going to have to do it. We're not going to do nothing. Deuces, we're out. Well, Jerry Jones was asked about that because Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram asked him, and Jerry responded this way. And I'll do it just for you, John, in West Palm Beach. Uh, uh, I look at every opportunity. But the way our young backs are, are, are playing, I am very comfortable with where we are with our backs right now. I, I feel good about our running back uh, uh, position if we didn't add anybody, end quote. I get it because you got Pollard and move them from Ezekiel Elliott. They don't want to pay a running back because of the Dallas Cowboys. Guy like that, if you can get him from $8 million and you're $19.8 million under the salary cap, and he plays with a you star you, in his helmet. You're not going to get Jonathan Taylor for eight million. Jonathan Taylor wants to be in the twelve million dollar range. Well, he does, but right now he's going to make four point three million from the Colts. So you're almost doubling his salary. I guess the thing is, are you willing to give up that amount of capital if you're in a bidding war? If it turns into a bid, like well, well, who's he bidding against? Well, I'll ask that question. Well, maybe the Miami Dolphins. Maybe. I mean, look, or I'm, a team out there that we don't know about. We don't know about. So possibly. I, 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 it's like, what's the asking price? If the asking price is less. But yeah. also, can we just be honest about this? You don't think there's any world with all, mm-hmm. Freddie, with all the people that I know, you know how many things I know that people I know talk to other people who I, you know what I mean? Right. So, I like, you. you don't think there's a, a, a bird or some kind of squirrel with a message wrapped around his foot that gets delivered, <laughs> right? <laughs> 
I don't know how we're what messengers look like these days in 2023. Can't okay, talk about back in the historic times, the medieval as times. Some, okay? As someone who was a bike messenger, I know where you're going you know with this. I mean? like, so you know what I mean? Like, you don't think there's anything with Jim Irsay? Like, all right, like, is this real? Uh, yeah. Are you really parting ways? Are, yeah. you, are you using this for leverage? I guarantee you, Come if on. someone comes Come to on. Jim Irsay with a deal that's comparable, he'll shut it down real. Oh, you know, we love Jonathan Taylor. We don't want him to go anywhere because he doesn't believe somebody no. is going to buck the trend of the NFL owners that don't want to do that and pay a running back that kind of money. Let one person put that out there. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jim Mercy, I'll give you a second-round pick for Jonathan Taylor, and I'll pay that guy $10 million. Lamar Jackson, prime example of it. Who exactly. made a bid for Lamar Jackson? Nobody. Not a soul. Not a soul. Let one person do that, and Jim Mercy will turn tail real quick, wanting to keep Jonathan Taylor at $4.3 million and not let him go to somewhere else. Would you take $50 million less for a championship ring? I would. Jay Will wouldn't. We'll explain that, and you can weigh in at 888-729-377-SILKS. This all got started because of a former NBA player who said that, man, $50 million less to take a championship ring, and that dilemma was put out there. Jay Will says he wouldn't do it. I would. What would you do? Your calls are next at 888-729-3776 on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Here's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us this AM on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and ESPNU. So the argument is, well, not a real argument. Gilbert Arenas, and what was he on, by the way, when he had this whole thing that you brought His up? own podcast. His own podcast. Yes. Gilbert Arenas, and he and the question was called was Gil's posed. Arena. Yes, and the question was posed about money and not having a ring, or less money and having a ring. Yeah. So essentially, the exercise was: Would he take fifty million dollars less over the course of his career with uh-huh. his overall earnings, right, in order to win a championship ring? And what was his answer? Hell no. But by the way, I mean, ESPN has done a thirty for thirty on this about. Broke athletes oh, yeah, and, a, and a lot of this stuff. Because right? Bart like, Scott was a part of that as well. It was so fantastic. Like, yep, yeah. like I just got like um, the Robinson report at just uh, Tuan mm. said ESPN has a whole 30 for 30 called Broke. Broke, Taking yep. a it's ring really that good. has nothing but sentimental value is a bad financial decision. Tell Freddie to stop it. What do you mean? It's not a, it has nothing to do with a bad financial decision. The, the point is, it's not a bad financial decision. If you decide to take $50 million less, you got a championship ring. That's it. It's not. It's not about that in terms of bad financial decision. It's what I would bring to the table compared to him. If he thinks it's a bad financial decision, that's on him. I don't care about it as a bad financial decision because I got 120 million dollars in the freaking bank. 
with a championship ring while you got all that money and no championship so, uh, ring. So, and I'm so, gonna be so, I'm gonna be highly more highly regarded with a championship ring and fifty million dollars less. So that's not a bad financial a lot, decision. A lot that's of, a terrible response. There's a lot of contexts out there though, because a lot of people think like, oh, I got 120. You don't have 120 million in the bank. You got sixty in the bank after taxes, well, okay? Uh, and by the way, hold on, hold on. Well, wait, let's, let's, leave, let's leave taxes out. Of it. We said one hundred seventy, one hundred twenty. But it's not. It's, it's, you factor it in. No, you, and also, Freddie, like you, we like. I just want to put things. Not everybody's always going to be financially frugal with their lifestyles. A lot of these athletes live lifestyles where their burn rate I is don't doubt pretty that. high. I don't so doubt like, that. Once again, you're looking at things, it's all going to be where you are at that given time. And like also, if I got yeah. a cool 60, like I haven't touched my money right. and I'm living off endorsements, uh -huh. fine, which is the way it should be should done. Be, it but should, but, but we a know lot better. of times we it's not better. done that way. Yeah, it, so an extra 50 million goes a long way. So it goes back to what you bring to it, not what the situation brings to okay, you. Okay, that's fair. That's as fair. far as that goes. That's so fair. when somebody says it's a bad financial decision, that's idiotic to say that. Because you can say it's a bad I financial. Know. You can say you made worse financial decisions with $170 million wasting money and not having a championship that's, ring. That, that's accurate. So that's, that, accurate. That, so that's Ooh, when, when, someone, right. when like somebody this. says that having a championship ring is a bad financial decision, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Because I don't know what you're bringing to the table with $170 million or $70 million or $0.05. Cents. If you're an idiot with money, then it doesn't matter if you have a championship ring or not. If you're great with your money, then it doesn't matter if you have but a championship ring or not. doesn't great with your money depending upon who you allow yourself to be surrounded by with Absolute, your money? All a lot those of, things Because a lot of people don't Absolutely. know how to vet. No question. There are teams around them, which right. lead to these type of situations. Exactly. Right? So when somebody says a ring, having a ring is a bad financial decision, that's idiotic to say yeah, that I, because okay. I don't know what they're I, bringing to the table. It's like when people win the lottery. Everybody's like, oh, they're separate. And, and like 80% of the time, they go broke. They go broke. Or like when guys win a championship in the NBA and everybody buys restaurants. Next thing you know, that's they're going broke. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm just taking the money. I'm taking the ring I'm and the money. Either way, either way is fine. Okay. Either way is fine. Either way <laughs> is fine. Like well, that. Well, you mugged the microphone yesterday. I can't hit the microphone today. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. Mike in San Francisco, the argument, not the argument, the situation is 170 million in no ring or 120 money, million money. and a championship ring. Which side are you on and why? Money, money, money. So I, I hope I hope that you can just give me one second, seriously, because I love you guys and, and I love the passion. But Appreciate you. Here's my thing. If when anybody started in, in you know, what, whatever profession they're in, whether it's sports or, you know, I'm, I'm driving to work right now at five in the morning. There's very few, I think, that are starting out like I want to be the best. I want to mm -hmm. rank. Right? Mm -hmm. You're starting out in that profession to make money. Right. That, that's what we do. That's so, fair. Or at least for me. Right. So at the end of the day, I'm looking at it and going, you know what? I would take that ring, obviously, but what about number 50 or number 52 on that team that has a ring? Is that doing them any good, or would they have taken more money, you know, if yep. the opportunity came? I would love a ring, obviously. I would love a, you know, I'm the best, uh, you know, employee. I'm the best salesman. I'm the best, you know, whatever it is at my company that I work for. But ultimately, if somebody offered me, you know, 40% more pay, and said, you know what, you just keep doing your job and we're going to give you 40% more pay. And, you know, at the end of it, you may or may not be the best that's ever lived. I got to take that. Yep. And, and so to me, it's percentages, no. right? It's not, it's not 50 million. 
it's like, all right, so I look at it 120 million versus 150 million. Well, I'm looking at it as 120,000 versus 150,000. So do it that. That's a great way to do it. You guys are talking in different. Oh, go ahead. That's a great. No, no, no. It's okay. That's a great way to do it. No, it's not a great way to do it. It's the goofy way to do it. No, it's not because it doesn't make any sense. Sorry, wait. Hold on. Because you can be a mid level. You could be a player barely scratching the surface. It's not one to one correlation, though, because, sorry, Mike, but you don't. No one cares about your legacy. We do care about players' legacies in sports, though. Dude, well, I don't care harsh. about your legacy Mike, working in off, your office. Freddie Coleman Apologies. and I did not say that. Please do not. We did no, not. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, that, it's that, not, that was the miseducation of Pat Costello. Like, if, I just want you to know that. If you're working in a grocery store, that's right, yeah, I, I, of course that you're going to. Of course you're going to take more money in your like. I work at like Costco. You're going to take more money, of course. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about professional sports where championships and legacy matter. They don't matter working at. Costco. It yeah. No one's going to be like, oh, man, they, Mike. Can, yeah, but we make it matter. Like we, we okay. Don't get all like I'm, I'm philosophical. Not, I'm not. It matters. I'm, I'm just trying to tell you I'm how we look at it now. on the. I'm just trying to tell you how we look at you it. You matter on the more end. because you won no, in that, college. It, I, I'm gonna say something seriously. I'm just telling you how we look at it as an athlete from the inside out. All this extra stuff, like, oh, I have to. This is how I prove. Like, if you're Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh. I can't prove my greatness until I win multiple titles. So a random guy comes to me like, you only got one. You never won. Here's your record. I'm like, oh, really? You're telling me about what my record is? I'll, I've always you're, said you're telling people, me about like what yeah. winning a Super Bowl is because yeah, you know yeah. what it takes to get it? I've always so said it all depends on what your perspective got, is yeah, on I've that always now. said when people say you only got one championship. I've <laughs> always hated that. When I'm looking at it, I said, do you realize how hard it is when a, a playoff game and then stack playoff game upon playoff game upon playoff game and then being a chance to win a Super Bowl and win a championship? When people throw that argument at me, they can miss me. Yeah, he should have won best. more than one championship. T Mac yeah, is yeah, one of the best yeah, to play that, the game. T Mac doesn't have a championship. You're telling me he wouldn't have taken fifty million less to win one. T Mac no definitely would have. That's I, I why do you no think idea. he was on the bench for the the Spurs for the last like two years <laughs> of his career? He wanted a title. The last two years of his career, whatever it was, last but year. He, but then he wins the championship, the and money. then people take credit away from the chip. So it's like. If you're not like it's hard to win a championship in any sport. Exactly. It's not that hard to be a player and create a lucrative life for yourself. Like Rashard Lewis, Joe Johnson, they got wildly paid. They didn't win any championships. I don't know how upset they would be about their career earnings versus oh, you didn't win a chip, you weren't anything in the league. But I'm also like, not they, looking at the, like, it, in the it, league. It's like it, it goes to this place of like if you don't win a Super Bowl, the you're a failure. I'm like, wait, yeah, never, yeah, pause never, on that whole conversation. Yeah, I've never understood that. Like, at let's all. just rewind never. that back. And by the way, if you're making fifty like if you're making an extra fifty thousand dollars or fifty million dollars, that just within itself can change so many people's lives but it, way but, more but, than a championship but, could. but if you have 120 million and you're a cha- you have a championship ring and you treasure that and people see that you treasure that that can change lives too that you can have both if you can have both but this is not the world of having both i know that's why i would take 120 million i can make that work 120 million have a championship ring with it now if you want to take the 170 million I, i've never been against anybody having more money <laughs> i've <laughs> never been against that i'm comfortable being joe johnson I'm Me be too. honest with you. Like, I'm comfortable being Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, I am comfortable with that if I'm, I'm those. I'm sure they're all comfortable with that in one way, shape, or form. But at the same time, you asked me the question, I gave you my thought. You gave you your I, thought. I, hear. I don't think either one is wrong. But don't use the whole thing about, man, a championship ring. Stop. You can miss me with that as far as that goes. We're going to talk to a man who has a championship ring. And what would he do if his choice was $170 million and no ring? 
or 120 million and a ring. And we'll talk a little NFL as well. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. It's SiriusXM Channel 80 and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He is my man, Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us together this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Right. Series XM Channel 80 as well as ESPNU, presented by Progressive Insurance. So when it comes to quarterbacks, when it comes to trades, when it comes to money, we can put all of that into one box with a man who won a most valuable play in the National Football League back in 1983. He's also a Super Bowl champion. It is a great, great opportunity for us to talk with Joe Theismann. Can we talk about his Washington Commanders, the team that he played for when they were Washington Redskins? He joins us in ESPN Radio. Before we get to the NFL matters of 2023, hey, Joe, what are your thoughts on the new Washington Commanders no longer being in charge by Daniel Snyder and being taken over by new ownership? Well, I think it's, uh, first of all, good morning, guys. Good morning, Joe. I think it's a, a nice, fresh start for everybody in Washington. You can tell by the enthusiasm at practice. Uh, they've done some really, really great things for the fans. They put up uh, stands, about 2,500 seats at the practice field. And every time I walk out there, I almost get the sense I'm in a stadium. And I, I think it's great for the players. It's, you know, instead of walking out in previous years, there wasn't hardly anybody there. Everybody had become somewhat disillusioned with the way the, the team had played and everything that was going on and all the distractions that were off the field. Now it's all focused on the field. Uh, it's exciting for everybody in the Washington area. Joe, um, when, when you think about everything happening with Sam Howe and Ron Rivera um, and obviously that defense and, and where they are in the NFC East in general, uh, what do you think the outlook should be for the commanders this season? I, you know, Jay, I think it ought to be optimistic. Um, obviously, Sam, you know, is a bit of a wild card because he doesn't have a lot of experience, but he played as well as anybody I've seen play in the preseason uh, the other night. Uh, and, and to me, that's really what I was looking for. I mean, he had one game. He played against the Dallas Cowboys a year ago, the last game of the season. Really, I think 21 passes, 11 completions. It was, you know, it was a, a, a good start for him to be able to get on the field, I guess you could say. Now, uh, Ron did the right thing a long time ago. He named him as the starter. Even before he officially named him this week as the starter, he said that he's going in as the starting quarterback. And, you know, Jay, you know, when you prepare uh, to be a starter, it's different to prepare for competition. You know, like Baker Mayfield and Tass down in in Tampa, they finally, you know, they finally settled that debate. But you compete in a different way. When it's your job, 
you get to focus on the things that you need to do. And I was impressed with the way Sam moved. I was impressed with the way he scrambled. I was impressed with the way he threw the football. And I thought, I thought the team watched him play and continued to gain confidence in him as their quarterback. That's Super Bowl champion and NFL MVP and Joe Theismann joining us here on ESPN Radio. I'm Jay Williams alongside Freddie Coleman. And, and Joe, just expounding your point, I, I think the opportunity there for Sam is pretty incredible too with Eric Bieniemy and how he can open up that chess case of, uh, of opportunities. I, I did want to quickly move to the John, this Jonathan Taylor situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I made mention of it before, Joe, listening to Austin Eckler talk a lot about his situation with the Chargers about, okay, well, open up the doors. Let's see what the what they can do in free agency. And he's like, well, essentially, you're pinning me down in the corner because it doesn't matter what somebody comes to the table is willing to offer you, you're going to deny that, and then you're still also not going to give me what I've deemed my worth to be. Do you think the same thing is actually happening to Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis, or do you think if a team actually comes to the table with the right kind of a package, which essentially means a first-rounder, um, do you think that Jim Irsay will let him go? No, I, I think I think this is all smoke and mirrors. Hmm. I think Indianapolis said, okay, go ahead, talk to somebody. Let's see if we can work out a deal. Indianapolis controls what the deal is going to be. And in Jonathan's case, you know, he's he's got to – He's just got to sit there and wait. I think that I don't understand how this happened, but there's no question in my mind that the running back position is grossly undervalued on football teams. Where would the Giants be without Saquon last year? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you look look at the Raiders. Where would they be without uh, you know their their running back? Josh Jacobs. Yeah, and and you know you look at what's going on in Indianapolis. You're you're planning on starting a kid that's what played twelve or thirteen games, right? And you don't have your best running back on the field. I think it's I think it's absolutely um, ridiculous to say okay go ahead and test the market. Well, they the, the Colts control the market. I mean, it's like go go test it, but we control it. And if we don't like the deal, you're going to have to sit out for the first eight weeks of the season. And and we've seen history many many times where players hold out through training camp, through the first part of the season, invariably they're going to come back and probably get hurt, which doesn't serve them well at all. You know, unfortunately for Jonathan, he's been injured, but to get out on the field would be the most important thing for him because you've got to get tempered. Nobody hits anybody in preseason and yeah. preseason and training camp. And, and, you know, I know Aaron's probably one of the few quarterbacks that's going to play on Saturday night for the Jets, but he'll be in for two series and gone. But what about the running backs getting hit? Because uh, you right. just it doesn't happen in practice. Coaches are scared to death to lose star players in practice and or preseason games. They want their team healthy to get ready for the season. And in the case of the Indianapolis Colts, I just I don't understand a lot of things that they've done. I mean, I you know from hiring coaches to you know doing the things that they've done, it's been a bit confusing as far as uh, you know what what they're trying. What are they trying to accomplish? I guess this is what if, if I'm a Colt fan. I've got to ask myself one question. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? Are you rebuilding a football team? Are you trying to win football games? What are you trying to do in Indianapolis? And I, I don't know if that question's been answered. Yeah, and it may not be answered anytime soon or anytime later. The great Joe Theismann, Super Bowl champion, NFL MVP with Freddie Cohen and Jay Williams and ESPN Radio and also ESPNU. We know the quarterback position is the most important position in sports. In your opinion, Joe, what quarterback this year has the most to prove and why? I think Russell Wilson. 
Uh, you know, I've, I've thought about this a lot. I think Russell Wilson has a lot to prove after last year's performance. He didn't play well last year. Uh, now under Sean Payton, it'll be interesting to see how he responds in an offense that we know has had great success because we've seen it with Drew Brees. So I think he is definitely one. And, and oddly enough, it may sound crazy, but I also think that Aaron Rodgers has a lot to prove. He brings an incredible resume to the Jets. But we all, you know, we, we all hear the chants. We all know the Jet fans. We all know how frustrated they have been. It's a heck of a defensive football team. He's brought, uh, you know, some, he's brought guys from Green Bay with him so that they can teach the offense. I was watching a little bit of Hard Knocks last night. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, what, what, what Cobb's been able to do with the young receivers. And so you, you've got, you know, Aaron went there because Nathaniel Hackett is there. Aaron's familiar with this offense. Aaron's probably as much a coach right now as he is a quarterback for the Jets. But he's still going to be under a lot of pressure to be able to live up to the expectations that everyone has set for him, and I'm sure he set for himself, with the Jets. But those two quarterbacks, to me, have a lot to prove. And the young kids will grow, Richardson and Bryce Young and those guys. You know, it'll be interesting to see. But I think the two that have the most – I guess you could say pressure on him would be those two. Your Joe Thiesman, the Super Bowl championship. My man Jay Williams heard Gilbert Arenas on a podcast not too long ago that if he had a choice between $170 million and keeping that or having $120 million in a championship ring, what would he take? He said he would take the $170 million. What decision would you make? Well, it, you know, considering I didn't get anywhere near that. <laughs> uh, <you know. laughs> Joe, 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 you know what I love, know what I love about you, Joe? Is that, Joe, like, I, I find myself having conversations with my friends and, and, and seeing some of these players and some of the contracts. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. The game is supposed to evolve into this. Right. But can you imagine what you would have d- done, Joe, in, in today's era with how pass-happy it is and the opportunities oh, that are man. available to quarterbacks now? Good call. Oh, I mean, the economics that are involved at the position today. I mean, Daniel Jones is the ninth highest paid quarterback in the National Football League, and he had a year, a year, a year. of which he had to prove himself, which he did, by the way, and congratulations to him. And, you know, I don't, I don't blame, you know, good luck for, good, good for the guys that are getting all the money. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a tough sport. Every sport is tough, and every business is tough. And whatever you can get, good for you. But, you know, I, I shake my head and I look at the numbers and I think, uh-huh. When you pay that position that much money, how much are you sacrificing in other positions that support it? This has been my contention for years. The quarterback position is the single most dependent position on the field. And, Freddie, I agree with you. I think it's the toughest position to play in all of professional sports. But the bottom line is, is if you don't have have a line that blocks, look at at what Bryce Young's going through down in Carolina right now. Right. It looks like the the kids just get the living daylight speed out of them. So, and if you don't have wide receivers that can hold on to the ball, if you don't have kickers that don't make kicks, you know, you're, you're going to be on the move somewhere. But uh, I'd, I'd, I'd take the 120 in the ring. There's nothing like a championship ring. If you talk to people that have gotten close and don't have it, it it's, uh, yeah, okay, it's fine. But then all of a sudden, if they go someplace and they get the ring, they think, wow, man, I'm so glad I got this. Joe. The, ring, the, rings, the ring has money comes and goes, but the ring never goes away. So, I, I agree. I agree with you to a degree. I mean, I, I said I would take the money, but like, I also can think rationally about it for a second, right? Like the, when people introduce me, when I like, I'm on a speaking circuit similar to you. I know you're a restaurateur, like you have a restaurant things. Like when I get introduced, it's always as NCAA champion. 
Mm-hmm. Jay Williams, like when I did your introduction, Joe, it's like Super Bowl champion. champion. Like, what is the value yeah. of that next to your name for a lifetime? What does that generate for somebody? Good question. I think I, I think it's you know, it, I think it generates a lot because people want to like you, you know doing the speaking that we do. People want to know you know is there an element of success that I'm missing right now that maybe I can learn from that individual. You know, why did I have the success that I did? Because of my teammates. You know, why did you have the success? I mean, we, we're, we're not golfers. And even golfers are part of a team now. You've got your caddy. You've got your trainer. You've got your physical therapist. You've got your mental therapist. Um, you have this group of people around you to support you. But when you can have that term champion behind your name, uh, there's a great sense of pride with the people that you accomplish that with. But the fact that you were at the top of the mountain, at one point in your life is very gratifying and very satisfying. And it's, uh, it's really, why, why, why do you go and do anything? Don't you want to be successful in life? Don't you want to be, you know, you don't want to just put on a uniform and go through the motions. Heck, if you can't be the best, why do it? Why, why, why put the uniform on if you don't feel like you want to be the best? No doubt. Um, and so that, and then all of a sudden, you know, that dream comes true. And it's like, we all dream when we're little kids. I, I never dreamt of a Super Bowl when I was a little kid. I used to watch the Jets and the Giants growing up in Jersey. And um, me, you know, I mean, I look, it looks so far away when you're so little. And now it's a, different, it's a different era. It's a different time. We see parents sort of grooming their kids in every sport to be, to be champions instead of just letting them be kids. Let them be kids for a little while. It goes away too soon. Hey, Joe, always appreciate the time. Great catching with you, my man. Keep up the great work. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Great stuff by Joe Thighs, the Super Bowl champion, also NFL MVP. Oh, fantastic perspective on everything, not just involving money, but also letting kids be kids. Little League World Series going on. It's great seeing kids being kids, kids. and not adults being able to get Also, what he said quickly about the quarterback position being the most dependent, dependent. I haven't position heard that. in yeah. sports. Never heard that before. I never heard that. He's spot on when it comes to that. He also said something that was spot on, in our opinion, when it comes to Jonathan Taylor and his NFL future. We'll get to that next. Jay Williams, Freddie coming together on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. By the way, if you get a chance, there's a fantastic documentary about Biz Markey. Nobody beats the biz. You're welcome. I'm Freddie Coleman. He is Jay Williams. Thanks for joining us this morning at ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. You Seriously, did it again. Channel 80 ESPN U. What did you I do did again? again. What I do again? I mean, you led the show today. I did. With so much passion mm-hmm. about how you're going to lean into mm-hmm. being Freddie Hot Sauce Coleman. Okay. And then I just lost you. What do you mean? I, I lost you after the first damn intro. You haven't <laughs> called yourself Hot Sauce one time. Well, I've never when, been. So you I've lied never, to me. I, you looked at no, me. No, no, Wait, first off, no. you looked me in the pupils. Okay. And you lied to me. And then you looked at everybody else. You told them with your voice of sincerity and authenticity. And you lied to them. So if you're going to say something, please just try to 
I'm not. I'm not a big believer. The, the take me thing just I, always is gonna. It's not I am gonna, not a big. It's believer. not gonna age well. It's not I gonna am, age well. I am not a big believer that you say your own nickname that somebody gave you as an introduction. I'm not a big believer. You're the that. one that said it at today's beginning of the show, Freddie. I said you I, said that you were going to be him today, and then you call me Jay Weezy. And then I you come in with call, the subtle I tones. I did not call you Jay Weezy. I'm Freddie. I'm Freddie Coleman. No, I'm back to. I, I did not. I, I'm I did here not, with Jason David, Michael Wolfing. I did and, not uh, call you Jay Weezy at all. Discussing I, I would Eddie ne- Bryce Young and their all line and the challenges of him being sacked. And we just had, <laughs> you know, we just had former NFL MVP and uh-huh. Super Bowl champion. And that's on what the we're show doing with Joe Theismann. And he said some interesting words on the show about Jonathan Taylor. That's not hot sauce, damn it. You know what? This is all I got to say to you as far as this goes. That's all I got to say to you right now. That you put me in that kind of You're playing your own sounds now? Yeah, I got to do that. When you do that to me, that's what you get. That wasn't me. No, that was me. That was clearly me. Take me. (laughs) Exactly. That one was me. You get on me about that. It should have started. What I meant to say was something else. Sure. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah, sure you did as far as that goes. Fine. Along with Jay Williams, I'm Hot Sauce Freddy. There, you feel better Jay now? Jay Weezy. I'm not calling you Jay Weezy, man. I'm just not doing that. You're Jay Will. Jay, Jay Will's Weezy. enough. All right, so what did Joe Jay Th- Weezy, fine. You feel better? Yes, what did Joe Theismann say about Jonathan Taylor? <laughs> the other Jay Weezy? The other Jonathan Joe, Taylor. Joe, Joe! <laughs> Joe Theismann, Joey T himself, when he joined us about five minutes ago. He believes it could be a smokescreen that Indianapolis Colts saying, hey, Jonathan Taylor, go out there and get a trade. No, I think this is all smoke and mirrors. Hmm. I think Indianapolis said, okay, go ahead, talk to somebody. Let's see if we can work out a deal. Indianapolis controls what the deal is going to be. And in Jonathan's case, he's just got to sit there and wait. I don't understand how this happened, but there's no question in my mind that the running back position is grossly undervalued on football teams. Where would the Giants be without Saquon last year? Mm-hmm. Look at the Raiders. Where would they be without you know their, their running back? You look at what's going on in Indianapolis. You're, you're planning on starting a kid that's, what, played 12 or 13 games, and you don't have your best best running back on the field. I think it's absolutely ridiculous to say, okay, go ahead and test the market. It's amazing. Can I tell you my biggest takeaway? Go ahead. I've I've talked openly before, right, because I believe in manifestation, wanting to own a team, right? right? Mm -hmm. That could be a G League team. That could be a USWL team. That could be MLS team. That could be an NFL team. That could be an NBA team. I'd much rather be an NFL owner if I could be one. Absolutely. Like the empowerment. Like I'm just thinking strictly from the NFL ownership perspective, right? Strongest union like, in the world. Oh, my. And we always say, well, collusion. And then as soon as the game is played, nobody, nobody cares. talks about it. <laughs> nobody true. cares. You just keep watching football and they devalue positions. And guess what? Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, we're all going to sit up here every day and talk about all the the Mm. positions devalued. And guess what? When opening day comes, we'll be talking about the games. And we'll be talking about the impact. They're like, oh, remember that time Josh Jacobs thought he wasn't going to play and he was going to sick out, but he's still making $10 million? Uh Yeah, still a lot of money. Nobody cares. They have a stronghold on the entire establishment. Whereas the NBA, it's like James Harden. There's no way I'm going to play for Daryl Morey. He's going to make more money over in China or more money on another team potentially. <laughs> but not in the NFL. They're like, mm-hmm. Daryl Morey's like, actually, no, I'm going to try to be an NFL owner. You're not going anywhere. No, no. Nope. You're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You're going to play for the money that you're supposed to play for. And then James Harden called him a liar twice. There's a gangsterism to that. That as an owner, if I were looking as an owner, oh, I want those economics on my side, Freddie. Yeah, I keep telling people, the only mafia left in this country Whew. are NFL owners. 
period. Once you're in the family, you want to stay in the family. It is hard to get in that family, and it's hard for anybody to fight that family, especially when you're a player. And you can't in the get out League. of the family. No, you cannot. Rookie quarterbacks are in a different kind of family. Which rookie quarterback is going to fail the most? <gasps> this is ESPN Radio. More next. 